What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Static Mike with the Nerd Candy Podcast. And coming at you today, it is Thanksgiving week. Um, so hope you're all gearing up for a fun Black Friday. If you're going out shopping, um, you know, good luck with the masses. Uh, and also enjoy your turkey. Um, turkey Day will be upon us soon. So, you know, definitely have fun with that. Uh, and kind of in the spirit of the holidays, um, I did recently read something that, that got me a bit excited. So apparently, uh, the Nintendo Switch may be getting a full-fledged Pokemon game. Um, codenamed Pokemon Stars. Uh, it's essentially Sun and Moon, uh, with maybe some tweaks here and there, of course. But they're talking that it might be on the Nintendo Switch. So your favorite Pokemon will be in HD, hopefully, maybe 4K, crossing my fingers. Um, but yeah, that, that was just really exciting uh, news to me. Kind of read up on the Nintendo Switch. Um, it's a kind of cool little console. Uh, there is a lot of buzz around it right now. Um, I'm a little leery of, of you know, biting into that. But, you know, with, with the track record, you know, with the Wii and the Wii U... I really wasn't too impressed. I mean, we didn't get a whole lot of exclusives on those. Um, I've mainly used my Wii U for um, Super Smash Brothers, um, Pokémon Tournament, and Monster Hunter. Um, so not really, you know, too enthused yet until I, you know more information is released and we can see it in action. Um, if you want to check out the the small little trailer, they actually have it at nintendo.com slash switch. Um, it's, a, it's just a fun little video. They show like clips of Zelda and Skyrim um, and also, you know, some people in uh, not so real world situations. Um, for example, they showed a girl in her apartment. Uh, she's sitting there playing the uh, switch and she looks out her window and sees her friends and they beckon her to come over. Um, so she just, you know, simply switches from console mode to, you know, handheld mode and goes and enjoys herself. Um, I'd like to see one of those expectations versus reality videos on that uh, where, you know, she does go to the party, but she's kind of sitting in the corner playing by herself. Um, and the apartment is all darkened and she's just gaming for hours on end. Um, cause that really is the reality, you know, gamers, um, <laughs> I, they're not, it's not quite like that, but, uh, maybe for some folks it is, I don't know, but it's a, it's a really nice put together little trailer. You can see it on YouTube or nintendo.com slash switch. Um, uh, but yeah, that was really exciting news. Um, I'm hoping that it actually pans out to be something kind of cool, but you know, we'll see. Um, like I said, I'm leery on kind of Nintendo consoles at the moment. I really don't buy them when they first come out. Um, wait for the price drop a little bit uh, just because of the past track record. Um, I think my favorite Nintendo console of all time is still the N64 um, or maybe the 3DS. I actually get a lot of play out of my 3DS XL. Uh, I got the Hyrule Edition, a huge Zelda fan here. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see how that pans out. And I did want to talk today a little bit about um, my Funko collection and kind of this, this Funko fever that everybody has. So Funko for me, uh, I actually got into it this past year, early 2016, and I was, you know, basically not really interested in it for the longest time. 
And I guess the thing that really changed my mind was I subscribed to a lot of these kind of nerd uh, subscription boxes. I got a Super Saiyan Goku uh, metallic variant from Loot Crate Anime. And, you know, when I got that, you know, I kind of looked at it and I was like, well, this this isn't so bad. You know, they have DBZ. And, you know, then I kind of started researching more. I saw all the Star Wars, um, a lot of Marvel. Uh, my main two collections are primarily Star Wars and Dragon Ball Z at the moment. Uh, but I do have some Marvel and I do collect some of the Batman um, Funko Pops. But, you know, not really big into DC. You know, a couple of variants I have, like the White Lantern Batman. I also have the Rainbow Batman from uh, GameStop. And um, it's it's been a fun little journey, I have to say. You know, going uh, to like these these stores when the Comic-Con exclusives come out. Um, like I remember when San Diego Comic-Con came out. Uh, we were all over the place. My fiance, she also collects. Uh, but we were excited about some of the pops that came out because we have a, a joint shared Game of Thrones um, pop collection. And uh, Magna Mighty was like the biggest thing, um, you know, during that, uh, that San Diego Comic-Con release. Uh, and it was only available Hot Topic. And I remember we went to Hot Topic and we were so jazzed. I mean, we were probably like 14th, 15th in line out of, I would say, probably 120, 130 people. And so we got in there and the guy in front of us buys five of these things. So, you know, he goes in, he buys them all, because um, that was all that was out currently. And he buys them all, and, you know, that's when, like, the whole um, stigma of, you know, these these resellers kind of, you know, stuck out a bit to us, because we were, we were still kind of green around the gills. And, um, you know, like, the, the rules that they had at that time, anyway, uh, were not really too stringent. They don't really consider the collector in mind. Um, because, you know, I'm sure that guy just went out and sold them all on eBay that day for a heck of a lot of money. Um, you know, more power to you, but, you know, there are some people that are just in it to collect. I mean, yeah, it is a way that you can make some extra money here and there. Um, especially if you can get there early enough, you know, get the exclusives and get it online the same day before the price drops. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been a fun little ride. I mean, just kind of the whole event of it all. Uh, with the, the San Diego Comic-Con release, um, those shared exclusives. I mean, we were at Hot Topic, Barnes & Noble, GameStop. Um, and it was just kind of, um, it's kind of fun. I mean, it reminds me a lot of, you know, like a big video game release or something like that. Because uh, I've been to like some of the midnight launches at GameStop. And it, it kind of had the same feel to it. Uh, and it kind of gives you uh, a better understanding, a better perspective of actually how many Funko Pop collectors there are. Because um, we're not in a huge town. Uh, I am in South Florida, uh, just outside Miami. And I didn't really expect the turnout to be what it was. Uh, and then, you know, with these Walgreens exclusives, uh, I, I can barely find them all. You know, General Grievous for one. Um, I still can't find him. I mean, there is probably, I would say, 10 Walgreens in a five-mile radius. Uh, I remember one day we went, we checked them all, um, cycled back through them each week. And, you know, some of these these exclusives, you know, people just go in there, buy them, put them up online. Um, and, and like I said before, you know, they when selling these, they don't really take the collector 
uh, into consideration because the, the resellers are, are kind of ruining it for everyone. You know, of course they want to make money, uh, and if they can sell, you know, 10 pops at a time, then, then they'll do so. Um, but, you know, for the collectors, I guess that's kind of a bad thing. And, you know, on the forums, you know, I'm on poppriceguide.com. Um, you hear people complaining about it all the time that, you know, they, they can't get it one for their collection because somebody went in and bought, you know, 20 or 10 or how many ever they have on hand. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is a fun little, um, hobby. Uh, a lot of people compare it to the Beanie Baby craze of the 90s, uh, when Beanie Babies were everywhere. Um, and, and I kind of get that to an extent. But the thing I think that um, sets Funko apart is they cater to so many different genres. I mean, you have movies, you have anime, you have Star Wars, Marvel, DC, Disney, uh, on and on and on. Um, TV shows, I mean, it's kind of crazy. So they really, you know, kind of open it up to various different collectors. So it's not just, you know, um, your Star Wars fans or your Disney fans, you know, they have something for, for everybody. And it, it really is kind of neat to see how this unfolds, to see where it's going to go. Um, like I always tell folks, you know, they're like, you know, it's going to crash just like Beanie Babies. Uh, but, you know, I'm just in it to collect and have fun. You know, I collect the things that I enjoy. Uh, and that's really what it's all about. Um, I'm not in it to make a profit. Uh, my office is lined with pops. Um, I mean, they're, they're absolutely everywhere. Um, majority of Star Wars and, and Dragon Ball Z, but still, it's um, kind of crazy, but just do it for the fun of it. Uh, don't go in it thinking you're going to make a fortune by, you know, collecting these all. I mean, you could, very well could, you know, have a, a pop that's really rare down the line, um, or you can get, you know, some of the really rare ones from, you know, Funko's website directly. I know they put out um, different events where you can just go online, purchase a really rare exclusive, and some of those have actually, you know, hiked up in price. And also, if you can make it to the cons, you know, San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, um, they have a lot of their pops there that are exclusive that you can't get anywhere else. Um, so, yeah, we're going to actually make the, um, the journey uh, to our Mecca, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, in 2017. Uh, so that's going to be, you know, we're really excited about that. Um, we go to various local cons. Um, I grew up in Ohio. We had a con called Ohio Con that still goes on to this day. Um, but yeah, you know, we do the whole cosplay thing. And, and so going to San Diego Comic Con is really something I've wanted to do for, for many, many years now. So we're finally uh, in the position where we can do that this year. And, um, you know, I'm looking to, to get some really great pops. Hopefully they have a good selection of, of things that I'm collecting. Um, so pretty excited about that. Um and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, you know, where I stand on, on Pops. Um, Funko, I mean, the company has done a really great job. I saw an article the other day um, of the founder of Funko Pop who, you know, he's making millions of dollars each year um, off these little Pop uh, vinyl head or Pop uh, vinyl figures, um, bobbleheads. Uh, and it's really cool to see that, you know, you wouldn't think that, you know, bobbleheads would be such a lucrative business, but when you cater to so many different people, uh, it really makes sense. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, that's pretty much it on, on Funko. Um, I'm looking forward to a few that are coming out on Black Friday. I know I touched on this in my first episode, uh, where I was looking forward to the GameStop, um, Dragon Ball Z. They also had a couple Mega Man Pops that are going to be in a mystery box. 
and then um, the BB-8, the Golden Edition with the case, that actually came out on Hot Topic's website today, and they are sold out already. So, you know, looking forward to hopefully finding one in store. And, um, yeah, so that's that's what I'm looking forward to as far as Funko goes in the near future. And, um, yeah, for, for those folks who visit the Disney store, um, my fiancé actually made me aware of this yesterday. Um, the Disney store is actually giving out um, different bracelets each week or each few days uh, when you make a purchase. And I believe there are five of them. And when you collect all five, uh, you can actually wear them, take them to the park, um, Disney Park, you know, Disneyland or Disney World, and show them to a cast member. And the cast member is supposed to give you the sixth bracelet. Um, so she's in the process of doing that. You do have to make a purchase to get it. And also know the, the current um, passphrase or password. Um, so definitely check that out. I'm sure it's on DisneyStore.com. Uh, if you're a big Disney fan, um, it's something fun. If you're planning on going to, you know, Disneyland or Disney World, um, then, you know, it's definitely worth it. It's kind of a cool little, little promotion that they have going on. Um, I'll actually be in Disney World, um, over the holidays. So, you know, during the Christmas season, uh, we'll be there. And so we're, we're hoping to get that, um, that six bracelet from one of the cast members there um and speaking of disney uh they're actually adding star wars land uh to both uh disneyland and disney world uh which is really freaking awesome uh i am a big 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 star wars fan and so i'm looking forward to that they're adding star wars land and also toy story land uh and i do believe for the disney world location uh, Star Wars Land is actually going to be an offs offshoot of Hollywood Studios. So it looks like they're clearing out some of the things that are no longer being used there. And they're going to convert that into Star Wars Land. And if you've been there recently, uh, Hollywood Studios is primarily Star Wars already. Um, so you have a lot of different Star Wars activities. Um, it's currently my second favorite park. I do enjoy Animal Kingdom because um, I really love the safari ride um, and I'm a huge animal advocate so uh, yeah you know definitely you know if you have the chance you know get over to Disney I'm um, looking for I think Star Wars land they were shooting for 2018 2019 somewhere in there um, but from the looks of it uh, they actually show you a little video like the the concepts are really awesome like I believe they had a concept of like a Star Destroyer where you can actually walk in um, and it looks like, you know, what the inside of a Star Destroyer would look like from the movie. So that is pretty cool. Um, you know, definitely looking forward to seeing how that pans out and I will certainly be there opening day. Um, no questions about that. And um, yeah, so that's kind of, you know, where we're at today, you know, working with the, uh, you know, Funkos, getting those for, for Black Friday. Um, I'll be up super early at 5 a.m. on Friday morning um, so that I can get in there, grab the Funkos that I need, and, uh, you know, get to work <laughs> three hours later. So um, that'll be fun. And, yeah, I mean, with the Nintendo Switch, Funko Pops, Disney, um, that's pretty much all I had for today. Um, but I hope you guys enjoy listening. Um, as always, you know, if you want to hit us up, if you want to ask me any questions, uh, please feel free to hit me up on Twitter, which my handle is at nerds with candy. 
And if you're in the Facebook area, we have a lot of great pictures of our Funko collection on our Facebook page, which you can visit by going to facebook.com slash thenerdcandy. Um, so definitely check us out. Um, let us know what you think of the podcast. Um, let us know if you have any questions. If there's anything that you want me to look into or go over in a future podcast, um, let me know. I'm certainly open to ideas. Um, like I stated before, we're going to be doing like a tabletop um, gaming discussion here um, with my friend Kevin. Uh, he'll actually be joining me here in a couple weeks. We're still kind of panning things out. Um, but we're going to be talking about, you know, tabletop gaming, um, things like D&D, how we grew up with them and, you know, where they are now, kind of the current state of things. Uh, so that should definitely be fun. So stay tuned for that. And I will actually be coming out with a few more podcasts here in the next few weeks. Um, we'll probably discuss some subscription boxes in the next episode that I purchased. Um, go over, you know, what I like, what I don't like about those. Um, so stay tuned for that. And uh, guys, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving and thanks again for listening.